Diner Coffee podcast does not claim to know anything, before or after recording, beyond what you'd find with a cursory glance at your search engine of choice. We do not recommend use of this podcast beyond a chat over a cup of coffee. Or tea, if you're feeling daring. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Diner Coffee Podcast. My name is Genevieve. My name is Katie. Katie, what do you have for us today? Okay, so I think this one could be really interesting. I would say it's less of a um, let's go on this journey that I have curated for us and more (laughs) of a like chat because I'm hitting some, I like hit upon some questions that like You can Google, and I did, but it's like, I more just kind of want to hear opinions, so I think... Love it. I think this will be fun. Um, Cool. So the... Well, all right. So how I got there was weird. I found this website, and I don't Mm -hmm. know how I found it, but it's called... Which is funny, because it's called todayifoundout.com. Oh, very good. it's kind of reminds me of... I don't know if you ever knew this site called StumbleUpon. Did you ever yes. go on that? It yes. reminds me of Stumble Upon, where you hit Stumble refresh upon. and it just gives you this like crazy thing where they're like, "Did you know that this happened?" And I'm like, yeah. "Oh no, I'll spend hours upon today." I found out. Well, and it'll send you to different. Yes, it'll send you to different websites and everything. Stumble yeah. Upon is cooler. So Stumble Upon will send you to different websites, and you can kind of like curate what you want to like look for. Whereas today sure. I found out is. Very cool. But it's more of um it's more of a like fun fact kind of thing. So I I today I found out apparently about the first joke ever told. And I thought it was kind of interesting. So um okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's a fucking fart joke. So I'm like, I'm just very there we go. Aren't we humor? Aren't we just, aren't we just human? <laughs> aren't we humor? Aren't we humor? Aren't we human? Like, <laughs> so frustrating. So, um, today I found out David N. asks, what is the first joke ever told? So they said, like, the, <laughs> the first recorded joke was on a Sumerian tablet somewhere between the 1900 and 2300 BC. And this is the joke. So dumb. Okay. I'm ready. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart on her husband's lap. <laughs> like, <laughs> there it is. Hey, I that know. is like, I mean, um, honestly, so did I. I read it. Mostly because it's so surprising. It is. Like, and I like, think, you know, that's half of a joke, right? Like, the surprise factor. Right. So they were saying, yeah. like, they're just going, um, through different really old jokes and the second oldest documented joke um is from is from ancient egypt about 1600 bc it's like so dumb um oh no i'm sorry (laughs) this is this is babylonian from 1500 bc and a lot of the context is missing which like means that i enjoy it more it's apparently the oldest like yo mama joke and it's the joke is of your mother is by the one who has intercourse with her. What slash who is it? 
That's it. Like, there's so much context. Wait, can you do, can you do that one yeah. more time? Yeah, so it's like dot, dot, okay. dot. So we're missing the first half of it. Okay. Of your mother is by the one who has had intercourse with her. What or who is it? Uh, my guess is that, like, the joke is, like, what or who had sex with your mom? So, like, the joke might be that yeah, it's a what so, and not a who. Yeah. Like, is it an animal? Yeah. Like, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that was okay. that. All right. Um, <laughs> so a cute, like, yo mama and bestiality Exactly. Joke, so well, you know, two for the yeah. price of one. So they were talking about how, like, um, a collection of jokes from this social club in Athens kind of, like, it was compiled by Philip the Great of um, Macedon. So it's kind of like lost in from history. Several hundred years later, they kind of pieced together a Greek joke book. And um, here, here's the joke. <laughs> I love it. So it says, consulting a hot-headed doctor, a fellow says, professor, I am unable to lie down or stand up. I can't even sit down. The doctor responds, I guess the only thing left to do is hang yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it. That is a joke. Immediately, I was like, yes, yes, yes. That's amazing. I could write that today. Like, incredible. So it just felt like a very, like, millennial type of joke to me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like that type of uh, self-deprecation. So I was wondering, I was like, okay, we had talked previously about if fashion is cyclical. I was wondering if humor is cyclical. Like, do, does humor, like, I don't really share the same humor as my grandparents, right? Or really my parents. Like, I do, but I don't. We've got some missing lines. They would not laugh at that joke. Uh, My grandfather would not laugh at the hang yourself joke. But I'm wondering if, like, would my great great grandparents have laughed at that joke? Like, is it is a humor kind of cyclical? So, okay, I found this website called Deep Dive, but it's dive d y v e dot com, and stylish. I know, right? I was like, oh, that's one way to do it. Um, okay, mm-hmm. it's loading. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, for listeners at home, I just am still drinking seltzer. Like it is what it is. I need to say, I need it to be clear. I need it to be clear that you had the opportunity to not drink seltzer. I did. You had the opportunity. And then because we, uh, we were having some connectivity issues. So we did some dance arounds and, uh, Katie went, Oh wait, let me go grab my seltzer. I purposely so- went to go get it. It's an intentional choice, and I'm not mad about it. I continue to think. It's I have funny. tried to figure um, out how to do one of our episodes on seltzer. I just have to think of the right question because people get mm-hmm. mad at me because they're like, "You know, that's not hydrating, right?" And it is. I've googled it a million times because I'll forget the answer. Seltzer is hydrating. I mean, you do have to be careful about like. I think like club soda isn't and like tonic water isn't like they put levels of sodium in it, but seltzer itself, like check the bottle. It's just carbonated water. Like you are getting the same hydration and I don't like water. So I, I, I'll try not to be on a tangent. No, that's what we're here for. Well, it's, uh, it's similar to something we were talking about like a week or two ago. Um, that like, People are just so invested 
in what other people are doing, right? And so like specifically about food, it's so, or food or, um, you know, like I, um, and I think, and a lot of it I know is being done out of love. Like I know a lot of it is not necessarily being done, um, maliciously at all, but like (laughs) I've, I've had people tell me like, Hey, you really shouldn't take hot because sh- I, I like I take boiling lava hot. <laughs> you have to like I, it's the only way to take I a basically, shower. Basically, it's the only way to shed my skin. Like it's I yes. need I need a new skin every day. I'm with you. Um and and I've had like multiple people like I've talked about how having a boiling hot shower is literally sometimes it's the only highlight of my day, and um and they'll go oh you know that's really bad for you and I'm like I truly. I truly am at the point in my in my existence where like who who actually gives an actual fuck if it's good or for me or not because it's like I one it won't impact you whether I take a hot shower or not yeah. right like in at the end of the day it's truly not um the only person that is being affected is me and I don't care <laughs> I'm good <laughs> like, with it so I'm it is like the idea of taking a lukewarm shower makes why even take my one? Whole, why even take a shower? I, it's you know it's sort of like when um like whenever I tried it and I've I've done it before and sometimes it is good sometimes and I know you're not a coffee drinker no. but like when people are like oh you should like you should drink your coffee black and I'm like. You want to know what I should do? <laughs> I should do whatever I goddamn well please. Yeah. And then you can do whatever you want. Now, if you, I think it has a deal to do with framing, right? Because yeah. like it's, it's not them saying, oh, I love drinking it black because I, it does this for me, right? It's not like a sharing of, of joy or a sharing of experience. It's a dictating what you should do because I do it. And it's like, it's like, to me, it usually seems like an insecurity response. Yeah. Like, it's like a, oh, well, you have to do it this way because I do this. And if you don't do this, then and I'm I can't this, be wrong. Then why am I doing yeah. this? Why am I doing this? Why am I taking cold showers? I don't understand. <laughs> All I want to do is stand in a lava stream. And I've been told by, by my friends that I'm not supposed to do that. So I've stopped doing that. And now you're supposed to stop doing that as well. And it's like. No. I used to do that, like, with cold showers. I used to, like, blast cold on my hair because people said that it's better for your hair. Um, Yeah. But I was miserable. So I'm good. (laughs) I was like, I just won't be doing that. Yeah. I just... It's so interesting, like, the way... I think a lot of this is because I'm listening to Maintenance Phase and it's making me think about, like... And also looking at MLMs and all this, like, Lulu Rich and all this, that a lot of the the decisions that we end up making are because someone told us that a doctor maybe once has said this or we read online or I saw it on StumbleUpon in college and I absorbed it. Yeah. And also, like, the thing to like that I keep trying to remember is a lot of times these this information that I'm getting is actually from some sponsored page that is actually being sponsored being paid for by some sort of pharmaceutical or it's being paid for by some food product or something follow the money 
Well, and that, and that, sure, there may be some, there be, may, may be some validity in whatever they're saying. Yeah. But for the most part, it's actually just, they're trying to sell you something and that's yeah. okay. That's fine. It, but it does not mean you have to change like the things that inherently make you, you and make you happy. Um, you don't yeah. have to change that. I mean, there's also, um, we had talked about this before too, but I think about it with the seltzer versus water. Like I know that I should be drinking water. I know I should be hydrated. I mm-hmm. have a very hard time drinking water. Sure. I don't really enjoy the taste unless it is so cold and like mm. you can't get that every and you time. Can't really chug ice cold you water. can't chug ice cold water. So it's, I'm drinking it at a slower pace. I have to remind myself to drink water all of the time. I always forget I have a weird thing about dishwasher, like about the dishwasher. It leaves in my mind, in my little brain, my dumb little brain, it leaves like a, I feel like I can taste and smell a film on like the glasses. So if I'm drinking water, all I'm drink, all I taste is soap and all I smell is soap. So I hate it. But if I drink, it's crazy. I, my therapist and I have chatted. Um, and <laughs> She was like, but I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily, I mean, I mean, sure, that might be a mental thing, but like, but it might be real. I might just be picking it up. You might just taste soap. Like, yeah. And I don't like it. But so what helps me, what I do enjoy drinking is seltzer. Maybe this is not true because I've looked it up, but maybe it's not as, let's say it's not as hydrating as, as water, whatever. It's still hydrating somewhat. And it's better to do that a little bit than to force myself to remember to drink water. And then I just never would. Well, and, but like, and and that's to say also that like, I've also read articles by people that say drinking any liquid is fine. Yeah. You are getting hydrated by the food yes. you eat. You're getting hydrated by, you know, uh, if you stand in a room that has water in it, like... There's, there's so many things that like you are told and I'm not saying any of that is true. I'm just saying that like, there are so many things that we're told and we kind of imbibe as like, well, we have to do that. Right. And like, if you enjoy seltzer, then drink it. Yeah. It (laughs) helps. Yeah. It's the only way I'm drinking anything. Honestly. I've, I've, I've heard that the same thing you're talking about, that it's like, um, that has sodium or something in it. It. Yeah. If it does, it's untraceable because it would have to be, it would have yeah. to be in the, um, they would have to list in it. the requirement in the yeah. nutrition facts. But even so, the only thing that I can think of scientifically that is different mm-hmm. between those two waters is one is carbonated and one is not, Yes, which inherently, if you drink it, you will have more air. So you may burp more, which we have witnessed. No. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and like, but that's still a choice that you can make yeah. as, as a like self-governing body of human humanity. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like we keep getting more and more and more into people's business about like how they just manage their day to day. And God, I, yeah. you can really make you go nuts. And, you know, I just, yeah, I, I think you should drink seltzer. 
because Thank it, you. it fills you with joy. And it truly makes me laugh every time yeah. you burp on our podcast. So <laughs> That happens all the time. And since we're talking about jokes, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. We are, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember where we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you were so you were asking whether it's cyclical. Yeah, I was wondering if that's even a thing. Like, if that's even a thing. So I'd Googled it, and I had found deepdive.com. This person, um, Ingrid Damerch, mm-hmm. sorry if I said your name wrong, she wrote a paper called The Cyclical Seasons of Humor in Literature. So I read the abstract because let's be honest, <laughs> like, um, no, we, we, we have never advertised ourselves yes, as researchers. We always advertise ourselves as reading the first page of a Google. So and the that, fact that you read an abstract, yeah, gold star. You did I already, it. I went above and beyond already. Above and beyond. Absolutely. Uh, so basically what they talk about is humor at different stages of your life. So seasons of your life, like sure. humor when you're a child, humor when you're middle-aged, whatever. Um, and I do agree. And then I was wondering, I'm like, am I intellectualizing this too much? <laughs> the answer is yeah. But oh, two does, I was thinking like, okay, yeah, humor, you go through seasons. What I found funny at seven or five, maybe different, like what I find funny today. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe not, like whatever. But I was wondering if like, does collective trauma speak on humor? You know, uh, like, okay, mm-hmm. so all of these little kids who are growing up during this pandemic and lockdown, like, what is their humor going to look like? Because I can speak mm. on millennials' humor. Like, our humor is, like, despair, right? It's despair. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, if I have to, like... <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. If so I had good. to sum it up to one word, I would give... I would say despair, right? And you have to look at our our background of what the millennials I mean everyone talks about it so it's nothing you guys probably haven't heard Mm -hmm. but growing up we faced like we grew up with all of like the boomer and even gen x expectations in a world that no longer caters to that so like we you know we rely to so it's just it's despair it's self-deprecation I, yeah i was gonna say uh, we're it's definitely self-deprecating humor mm-hmm. um is I, a huge part of millennial humor absolutely and i would say gen z is disassociation like absolutely in my mind like that I, is um all over the yes place. like mm-hmm. and to me that's like they've seen the lie that we were told millennials, right? And like they saw that and they see it happening in real time, but they still don't know. So they never believed in the lie to begin with, but there's still no like alternative for them. So it's just like, it's them just like, I just, the only really, the only Gen Z person I really know is my cousin. So I like, Molly, if you're listening to this, I doubt it, but if you are, I do still follow your Finsta and like it and I love it. I love it so much because I think it's so interesting and funny to see what they find funny. Like, Mm -hmm. so her actual account is like gorgeous photos that she gets like 500 likes on and like all this crazy stuff. Like she's cracked the code. I don't know. But like her Finsta is all just like, I know that's her true humor because that's with her and her friends, right? Like the 25 people that follow her she's like she's sharing whatever she feels like it and it's hilarious and so bizarre to me um Mm -hmm. like that 
our humor, like millennials, was about like, there wasn't any privacy, like on the internet. Or we didn't want privacy on the internet. Like, we were the ones... I, I'm not speaking to experienced parents. I'm not. I swear I didn't do this. Like, going on chat rooms when we were little, right? Or, like, sure. with, like, ASL and, like... Yeah. Is ASL or ALS? Well, AOL is... Oh, no. I'm saying, like, age, sex, location. ASL. It's ASL. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, going on chat rooms and, like, we wanted... We were just friending multiple people on like MySpace and everyone could see your top eight and like yeah. Facebook and uh, like writing like wh- what do we have like live journals and Zangas and like it was for any at least for me it was for anyone to see like sure. I wanted to talk to humor I wanted to talk to people Tumblr like I right. wanted to connect with anyone I possibly could and I feel like Gen Z it's almost like they have that Sort of, but their, like, true humor is private. It's, like, all about, like, I privacy. Think, yeah, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, of that privacy, exactly. Um, I remember talking to, um, my, my friend teaches high school students. And so she was talking about, uh, uh, about different ways to uh, express that you like someone because it was a drama class. So it's okay. like, how do, how do people tell them that they like each other, right? So like, you might write them a note, you might, you know, all right. that. And so she was like, well, people used to make mixed CDs. And oh they were God. like, what? why would they do that? And so she was like, well, to like share music that makes you think about them. And she was like, so like you guys probably share Spotify playlists. And they went, oh my God, I don't want anyone seeing any Spotify playlist that I have. And I like, when she told me that story, I was like, that's so weird because yeah. like, the way I view music is the way I view like my Spotify playlist. Sure. I might have one or two that are, is probably too stupid to share. <laughs> but yeah. like, but I've definitely created playlists specifically for sharing that with people, like 100%. for a Christmas party or yes. for like um, different a events. A road trip. Yeah, a road whatever. Trip. Like it, I definitely use music. Like I use Spotify to share it with others. So others may use it as a way to like catalog their own privacy, their private thoughts or something. Mm-hmm. And that privacy, I think because privacy has been so lacking during Gen Z's childhood yeah yeah that like we were the last generation of having both right we Mm -hmm. had the no internet and we had the or or basic internet yeah basic and then and then then we went to you can have every single piece of your life it can be on the internet and at the time it seemed safe because we didn't understand what it was yeah um you know and so I think uh, Gen Z did not, they grew up in it. So they knew that if you put something on the internet, anybody can see it. Um, so, you know, I, I think the desire to have things be private it is probably a lot higher. Yeah. For, and it's having like, that you don't want to share it because, or sharing it is intimate, right? Yeah. It's not, you wouldn't share a playlist with a friend. You might share it with someone that you've dated for a long time, mm-hmm. like, but not... But you that's wouldn't share it, yeah. it with your buddy. No, or like you wouldn't just share it with like the class. Like, right. absolutely not. Well, mm-hmm. and I think like 
it's just so interesting to me to think about them having, they have social media in a very curated way where Mm -hmm. like, this is for everyone to see, but then this is, yeah, like that like line that they have and they're like, and this is for us. And I know Finsta has been like in the news, um, at least when we recorded this with like, so wait, so I'm clearly old. Yeah. So Oh, is, oh, I'll explain this to you. So Finsta is different than Instagram. It's not. So okay. Finsta is just a, like a funny word, basically. It okay. stands for fake Instagram, like fake Instagram account, basically. Oh, so, so it's like if you have like a bigger account, you yes. create another account yep. so that you can you, just talk to your friends. Exactly. Yeah. So you create like people say they think that like celebrities probably have Finsta accounts and mm-hmm. that's like very small, very private accounts where only like, they only have like 25 friends and it's very regulated. Like it's always something insane. You know what I mean? Like you can't tell who it belongs to unless you know, unless you were given that account basically to follow them. Like there's no tagging there's, you know, so I just think it's so like in my mind when I first heard that, like when my cousin had told me, she was like, Oh, follow my Finsta. And I, I just remember being so, like, not, I guess shocked was the word, because I was like, oh, what? Like, you don't want followers? Like, mm-hmm. you, you're you not specifically here so, like, everyone can see how, like, funny you are? This is just, like, this is just, like, a group chat, yeah. basically, with your friends? Well, it's, and it's so also crazy. Like, the idea that, like, and it's something that I've been trying to unlearn, is, like, mm-hmm. that every every post you do or every status or every comment is an opportunity to build your brand or build your whatever. Yeah. And network like, and so this idea of Finsta is really exciting because it's like, no, this, this is just to give me joy or to give my friends joy, which is building. It's also building something, but it's not like, I think, I think another element of like, the, the the how humor has shifted is like talking about capitalism yeah, <laughs> talking yeah. about our social structures is yeah. now part of the national conversation like it's now part of a thing that young people talk about like i still i had to stop saying like what are you a communist about and like and I would say it as a joke like it wasn't like I wasn't necessarily saying it like um in a way that I was like genuinely worried that they were communists yeah but like but I realized I was like I need to stop saying this because that yeah because people are and like and that it's yeah and it's not not viewed as what it was yeah, yeah, it's not viewed as this thing anymore. Um, or by by a lot of the the yeah, younger folks, it's not viewed as like the the red scare or yeah. anything. The, like yeah, some yeah. sort of devil that'll. No, I I said it. it, it ha- it's been a while since I said it, but I remember the last time I said it. I went, wow, huh? What's that? <laughs> What's that joke? Is that a joke? <laughs> yeah. Is that funny? Like, yeah. okay. All right. What did I mean by that? I'm honestly, yeah. I'm just, I'm very curious to see. So I think after Gen Z is, I think it goes to Gen A, like Gen Alpha. Oh, is that real? 
Yeah, I have, uh, yeah. What's the, here, wait, let's look it up because I'm actually curious. I think it starts at 20, babies born in 2012. Start that generation. generation. After Gen Z. Someone else. My guess would be Gen Alpha. Generation Alpha. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Imagine, imagine, imagine if like growing up being called Generation Alpha, that's going to go to their heads. But I'm also just wondering like, I just want to know what their humor is going to be like, because you know, like people talk about pandemic babies all the time. Like Mm -hmm. there's, this is like a weird thing that I am going to say definitively. And I realize now that it's just because of a TikTok I saw. So I should look it up after I say this, (laughs) like it's facts, but apparently there has been an uptick in, um, baby boys being born. Like it's, it's this weird like shift that more boys are being born and it has something to do with like lives being lost. I don't like, it's like kind of, oh, yeah, 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 actually I'm going to stop talking until what? I look this yeah. up. Like, I'm going to be on. real. This sounds, this sounds super, super I know. Wild. I know. I'm okay. hearing it and okay. Are more Baby boys. boy boom is what I'm going to write. Well, there's a, there's an NPR article that popped up oh, that from 2015 real. that is why are more baby boys born than girls? Oh, okay. Um, so this is 2015. So it has nothing to do with the pandemic. Okay. Um, but uh, widely held assumption is that this imbalance starts at the very moment of conception that more males are conceived than females. Baby, baby oh, boy. Interesting. So it seems like there's more, uh, there's an excess. It's not that more baby boys are born. It's that there's an excess of female mortality. So that oh, God, more baby, sad. Bir- baby girls die. Um, okay. Well, sad. It's sad. I wonder where I saw this. If I can find this TikTok, I didn't like it. But I do think because I I I know that sounds mean. No, I only like TikTok so I can refer back to them for things. Right. So like if it's so like this a, actually would have been a great opportunity. It would have a hundred percent. But it was something that I saw and was like, that's really interesting. And then immediately was like, I'll never bring that I'm up. I'm never in gonna. Real. Why would I ever talk about this? Why would I it ever bring sounds, that up? I think I, sometimes certain sentences. Just sound like eugenics. Like they just it does. they just ring eugenics to me. And anything that's like more baby boys are being born because of X is like I don't know. I get like so many red flags. It just gets like, weird. I, it's lame is over here. It's just I'm gonna like, try and find it. I'm and well oh, off screen, but if I find it, I'll send it to you because great. I'm pretty sure it was through this one girl that I. I've watched her videos before where she tries to guess, like predict the baby, like, um, it's like Instagram's babies or Instagram influencers who are about to give birth. She like predicts the name that she's going to give them. And she like (laughs) uses clues, but she also like, she like puts them into different groups. Like they're all like Utah. So it's always like, is it, um, like farmer chic? Is it like, glam beach is it it's so funny so and i think she was talking about baby boys and how like more baby boys are been born and she's like it's weird to think like all these 
celebrity um, influencers for the most part are having baby boys. I'm thinking back to my friends who gave birth or are pregnant during COVID. Oh my God, they are all baby boys. This is a dangerous slope. So I will say no more until um, I can corroborate. Yeah, I mean, I've had my, I've had friends that have given birth during the pandemic and I would say it's actually probably an even spread for me. I, I've, okay. I've also had a friend that had twins who were both girls. So that does oh my help. God. <laughs> so um, that's actually evens but, it out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, in, in general, I think we just, I, this is a sentence that I, I'm going to pose as a question mm, because okay. I don't, I don't know if this is true. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we notice baby boys more. Hmm. You know, like, I wonder if it's just that when a baby boy is born, there's just more attention brought to it. Um, I I actually don't know if I agree. Just thinking about, like, if you're in a store and you go to the baby section, how much more baby girl things there are than baby boys. But then maybe that would make the attention on babies. (laughs) I'm so sorry for all these noises. Um, Oh, no, you're good. So maybe, but I would, I would counter argue argument to my argument is that I think, I think the way that we categorize babies and baby gender is we go, oh, there's baby stuff and then there's baby girl stuff. That's true. Like, cause, cause girls can have the baby boy stuff, right? We don't necessarily go like, unless it's like something explicitly for boys oh, but like yeah, what like, does that mean like mama's is it little just, boy hunter and you're like right what? is something like is yeah. something outrageously like that but like yeah you know if you get like yellow stuff yeah. right because yellow seems to be the strange neutral choice for yellow green folks. yeah um so like but that would still be a baby boy section it is unusual for a mother of a baby boy to then get pink stuff. Yeah. Um, unless they are intentionally trying to be like, pink is for everyone, which no, is true. Yeah. Pink is for everyone. But like, so I, th- one reason you might also be noticing more baby girl stuff is because there is a distinct difference between baby girl stuff and yeah. baby stuff. Um, also, there's a lot of like, just playing into like girls in their clothes and like dressing up baby sure. girls and like yes. bows and accessories yes. and like all this There's stuff. There's definitely, yes. It plays oh into all of that. And honestly, like I love baby clothes. I'm like, mm-hmm. I like you can't, I can't pass a section. Do I want children of my own? Probably not. But like, man, do I want to just buy their clothes? Like mm-hmm. I love them. So I'm not against dressing up babies. Like do it please. But like, it is, we do play into that, like, so much. Um, I think that's going to be a huge, I think that's a huge millennial landmark, too, is that I wonder how many, and I, it might also absolutely carry into, like, Gen Z and all of that. Of yeah. This, this open conversation about not wanting children yeah. is, like, it is so unusual. I, I like, considering yeah. that I talk to people like I, I, you know, when I was in training for work or when I, you know, talked to family or something and there's, I mean, less with my family. Cause I, you know, they, they yeah. know me as a yeah. human, but like, you know, that 
there's this just belief, oh, well, when you have kids. Oh, well, you'll get it when you have kids. Yeah, not if, but when. Yeah, and I'm still still not sure. I still am generally um, aloof to the whole... I'm still taking hot showers, even though people tell me I shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, one step at a time. I don't know if I should be taking care of a human life at this time. But, like, also just the evaluating. Like, the evaluating of, like, well, I have crippling student debt. I... um, I can't, I can barely pay my rent. I can barely do all this stuff. How am I also then supposed to support another yeah. human life that I am also going to send into college or I'm also going to send into the world doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like, and what is... can I teach them? Because I yeah. obviously have failed in some yeah. way. And yeah, I think I, that's I screwed up somehow. That has got to be, I like, I don't even say this lightly, but I personally do believe that student loan debt and the rate at which it's grown is in my mind one of I won't say the but one of the largest factors of openly speaking about I think like mental health and like sure and other things like that because I well I you know maybe I can only speak personally I know that's for me like I know that Mm -hmm. that is the case for me and I think also like because yeah it brings up talking about children then it brings up owning a home then it brings up your credit score and like whether you can afford to buy a car because of this and yeah no student debt absolutely impacts your ability to do any of the rest of the quote-unquote american dream right exactly yeah what we were and and debt and debt in general Mm -hmm. and i mean i think that's also you know if you look at people who come from from less than that right like that come from like we we had the benefit of coming from a middle class family that yeah. was able to generally afford the the concept of college. Yeah. Um. And then there's folks that are not even at that level. Yeah. And so like, you know, I think I do think to answer your question since we have to wrap up. Oh yeah. That and not that I'm answering the question, but it's kind I, of unanswerable. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's less of a question of is humor cyclical and more is history cyclical. Yeah, and right? how we like, handle it. Like, have has it been like this before? Um, it makes me think of, I, there's, I, I was watching a TikTok and um, just, I'm going back to music for a yeah. second to close out. Yeah. Um, and someone was like, oh my gosh, was this the WAP? of the 30s oh my god i do believe it's a ma rainey song i may be totally wrong oh my god Um, but it's literally about her vagina and it is yeah very good yes you know and i'm like yeah because like let's sing some songs let's sing some songs about it i don't know let's sing some songs about our vagina this is not not shocking yeah we've been doing this it is that is such an Excellent point that I I did not think about. Like, it's history, and it's how we respond to history. Every generation has dealt with trauma in a different way, Mm. and I think that's why our humors kind of vary, and that's why I am just so morbidly curious to see what Gen Alpha is going to find funny. The pandemic children, like... Yeah, and what they take seriously, I think, too. You know, I think that will also mirror that is what matters to them. Yeah. Poop jokes yeah. and fart jokes. God, I hope so. I mean, that's the only thing that we had to stand the test of time. Like it stood is st- that and a good hanging joke. Yes. Nothing oh like my gallows God. humor. It still makes me laugh. 
Uh, well, Katie, uh, so if people, people want to check out your other stuff, what, what should they check you out on? Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, that's at, at K V E R D Z K Verds. Um, I upload. I don't know. What is this how I, like <laughs> I, I, I upload things to my stories. Like it's fine. It's not a finsta. It's not a finsta. Enjoy. I am trying out Inktober this year, though. So I've loved I'm, it so far. Thank You're you. So talented. Thank you very so much. Talented. I'm. Thank you. I'm trying to get better at uh, digital art, so I figured I'd use Inktober to do that. So I think I have that on my highlights reel. Isn't that mm-hmm. fun or whatever? Whatever that's called. I don't know. And then it I, is, I think, called. Yeah, highlights. Yeah. 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 It's there. Check it out if you want. I'm getting better, I hope. So I also have, um, what is it called? I have a. The bundle. No. The bid. No. The no. Newsletter. Newsletter. That's it. The, the yeah. bundle of news. Um, <laughs> it's called, it's news. a. <laughs> I have a Substack, a newsletter, and it's sub-stack. called... Substack. I was trying to think yes. of what the sub yes. is called. Yeah. Yeah. Bundle, of course. Um, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> um, it's a Substack. It's a newsletter. It's called My Dream Job. And every week I just talk about very outlandish things that I wish could be my dream job. Like um, one week, actually one that's coming up, I'll give you a little taste, is... Um, that my dream job would be to hyperfixate on the Romanovs again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because why not? Yeah, Anastasia. Um, um, so, yeah, you can follow, you can find the links on um, my Twitter and my Instagram. So, Yay. enjoy. And where can we find you? Uh, you can find me in a hot shower. Um, scalding <laughs> yeah. my skin off. You can also find me at Instagram at gem dot beb or on TikTok, where I'm slowly like my mental health is just disintegrating on TikTok. TikTok, <sighs> it's great. Wow. Um, and you can find me there. It's uh, at ggemb. Uh, well, and with that, I'm Genevieve. I'm Katie. And keep your ears to the ground and your eyes to the sea. And you, I, I don't even know what to say with this one. And uh, fart, jo- fart jokes close at hand because close. Just keep yeah. a fart joke in your back pocket. In your back, in your back pocket. Nice in your back pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. You can follow us on Instagram at Diner Coffee Pod. Also, if anything piqued your interest on the show, we've provided a source list for each episode at www.dinercoffeepodcast.wordpress.com.